So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reet Entertainment Podcast, episode 242. For April 19th, 2020, my name is Nathan Reed Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. I'm still alive somehow. Somehow, somehow you managed to stay alive and uh, and well. Are you working from home right now? Oh, yeah. Um, all right, well, we'll just uh, we'll get right into it and ask, where can we find you? Uh, you can go to a robot website. That was a weird delay. Uh, you can find yeah, my my brain didn't work there for a second. <laughs> uh, and and what games have you played? I'm fine. Everything's fine. Jesus, you made my thing spike. You fucking asshole. Um, uh, just just fucking put it through the normalizer filter in Audacity. You'll be fine. Okay. And uh, anyway, where? Where uh, what games have you played? You made my brain where, die. Where games play? Where, where games can you play? Where what games did you play this week? Uh, so I've gotten back into Near Automata. Uh, because I never finished it. Isn't that no? And... With that game, before we go, mm-hmm. uh, aren't there multiple endings? Like you play through once as one character, uh... and then the new game plus has another character you play as. Yes, I believe there's something around 25 or 26 different endings. Yeah, something like that. Some some small amount of insignificant amount of endings. Uh, you have to beat the game, I want to say, three times to get the quote-unquote true ending. Ah, I see. So how many times have you played through it? I haven't. Okay, so you are not getting any of the true endings yet. No, um, I've gotten two endings so far because it's one of those kind of games. Um, oh, okay. And I think one of the ending is for accidentally committing suicide. Accidentally? On purpose? Uh, so there's a, the upgrade system in the game is based on these uh, chip slots. So you can, you can put different upgrade chips into your, your Android brain. And uh, when you start out, you have a bunch of system chips that give you things such as uh, mainly UI elements. So, like, if you want to give up the ability to see enemy health bars or your own health bar, you can do that, and it'll give you two extra chip slots that you can use to add actual upgrade chips. Oh, um, that makes sense. So, so but one of those yeah. one of those system chips is. Uh, your brain like your consciousness oh so you can just unplug that and then you immediately die have you done that yes that's how you get one of the endings okay i i like that uh i I like the games that put in stupid endings like uh, i know the the biggest one is far cry like far cry i think four and maybe three they give you the option where the guy's like hey i'm gonna be right back uh, just give me a few minutes. Once I'm back, we'll take you on the plane, and uh, you're you're good to go. Or we'll oh take yeah, yeah, that is. And then, uh, like you hear a bunch of screaming and torturing and stuff, 
And if you just stay in, like most people would be like, nah, I'm out. And they like go explore and leave the room and then it starts off the campaign. But if you just sit there for 15 minutes, the guy comes back. He's like, hey, we're leaving. And then you just leave. And that's the end of the game. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that was four. That would be, it'd be funny if somebody didn't know that, like they were playing. They're like, wow, that game sucked. I just sat in a room. (laughs) I paid $60 for this? <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, God. Hi, I'm a little late. What the hell, man? Yeah, like, we were it's... actually recording this time. Yeah. Oh. Um, I can go if you want. We're also joined by Connor the Cyberpunk Monk. Hi. Um, let's see. I am five no, no, minutes. No, no, just no, just about st- six minutes late. You stop that. We're, le- we're listening to what a row has played this week. So what game? What other games besides Near have you played? Uh, so I um I got the real time corruptor, uh, which if you watch Vine Sauce you'd be aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically it's a it's an application that hooks into a few different emulators. Um, the main one being BizHawk. And it allows you to modify memory values in real time in those games to make funny thing happen. Uh, so I have been playing around with that, and I the, the most entertaining thing thus far is in Spider-Man on the N64, uh, just because I don't have the PlayStation version downloaded. I mean, ripped from my actual physical copy which I do have, uh, but in Spider-Man, uh, I found a corruption that causes all of Spider-Man's individual limb segments to spin constantly. Yeah, yeah, you showed uh, me that. You uh, sent me that on Snapchat. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's something. There's a lot of really weird things that happen whenever you copy memory from one area to another or just randomly change values. Uh, yeah, in old games. And yeah, it's really, that's been fun. That's that. Yeah, I saw you were messing around with that. Uh, did you have you done anything else? I mean, obviously you played WoW. Um, yeah, probably oh, Fate uh, or whatever. Uh, not really. But uh, I my I haven't decided what to do for a video this week, and I'm running out of time. Um. As if I do. can if I can successfully speedrun Fury within 30 minutes then that might be it. Oh yeah. Uh, and I also I also want to mention um then this is a, I'm just just to 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 give you the give you the warning. Um I'm I'm joking, but uh, I got a game called Fap Queen 2. And uh, that's on Steam. That is a Steam game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it is a game where you uh, you jerk off in real life. And the game gives you instructions on how fast to jerk off. All right. So we're going to move on and we're going to ask Connor, where can <laughs> we find you? You can find me at Twitter at Cyberpunk underscore Monk. Thank you. And. That's it. Uh, and uh, what games have you played this week? All right. So first, I want to bring up this uh, this dusty. Get all that dust off there. Whew. 
hasn't been open. Oh, it's The Witcher 3. Look at that. I've been playing The Witcher 3. Guys, why do I not like this game? Everybody likes this game. Um, I like it. I got it, real bored. But yeah, I got so like, bored. I get, I get. The combat is so bad. I don't think, okay. I think the combat's acceptable. I don't think it's bad. I think it's acceptable. But um, I agree that that it's it's kind of boring, man. Um, but it it has a very deep world. I think that's part of it. Like the lore is definitely there to carry the game. But and the I, world builder in me loves that. Yeah. But the person trying to play a video game and relax for a bit can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. I I understand your pain. I I feel that way about a lot of open world games. It's just I I'm like, wow, this game's really cool. The lore's really good. And then after like, you know, 20, 30 hours, I'm like, I'm uh I'm ready to play something else. Mm-hmm. Because the while the world is great, sometimes the gameplay just doesn't match what that world is. And after a certain point, you get so powerful, you're just like, why am I even cons- through it, yeah. yeah, why am I even playing this anymore? Uh, why are I you thought... playing? Why are you playing? Is it because it's on the Switch? Because it is on the Switch. No, I got this the the full edition on PC a long time ago, and I was sort of waiting for a good excuse to get lost in it. And I uh, thought, hey, quarantine might be a good excuse, but I was wrong. Yeah, it's a shame that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven got delayed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, that would have been. That been, I would have been doing. Yeah, that would have been great quarantine fun. Uh, have you played anything else? Yep, two more entries. First one is Seven Days to Die. I've you're, you you played that with your brother. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, zombie Minecraft. Uh, yeah. Uh, Connor has a brother. In case you didn't know, Aroa. No, I just mean like what? Seven days to die? Isn't that yeah. game like seven years old? Uh, let's see. So, isn't The Witcher three like seven years old? Witcher That's three true. was released in 2015. But well, like five seven days to die was bad even uh, this was released in 2013 yep jesus wow so but the i'm playing on a server that one of my brother's friends hosts and we're just building bases and mostly just clicking on things it's a lot of clicking on things right right and i i have the game i actually do have it i've just never played it i played it like twice at, in 2013 and just haven't touched it since i so, can tell weird. you already if i wasn't playing with people i knew i would not be playing this yeah i hear a lot of people still like the game for some reason uh like people still download it and play it and watch it on streams I, and stuff. So I know you don't you don't watch any major YouTubers, but Markiplier and two of his friends recently played it. Like one of them, I think, never stopped playing it, which is really weird because that game is jank as hell. It's pretty like, jank. Yeah, I I would have thought after this long that they would have made it, you know, not use the stock shaders on everything. And like, I don't know, made it look more like a, a real game and not an asset flip. But no, it's just a seven-year-old asset flip survival game. Yeah, I would compare this to State of Decay two, um, with better net code, much better net code. Oh and well, at least it has the, net the code. building aspect. But as far as like both the appearance and the gameplay of it, yeah, it feels like State of Decay two now. Oh, okay. 
Well, I mean, I had some fun with State of De Decay 2 playing with you guys, but uh, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't, was not an amazing game. I have fond um, memories of Aroa singing in the car. <laughs> and what is your last game? You said you had three entries. What's the third? Uh, I actually have a, a fourth one, two Animal Crossing, duh. But I've been playing Darksiders on the Switch. I hear good I things. don't know if I like this game or not, and I keep on flip-flopping. Why do you hate all video games? I was about to say, big news this week, uh, Connor just doesn't like video games anymore. Well, let's get into it, because the parts that feel like Okami, I can't stand. And Okami's a game that I can't stand. The what? parts that feel like Zelda, though, what are amazing. What the fuck is your problem? Okami yeah. is fucking Zelda. Like, that's Boring the whole... <sighs> fuck you. Fuck you. Um... It Sorry. And other than just being a little too slow and a little too clunky, it holds up at least. Okami's great. You suck. Um, moving on, we're going to talk about the game or uh, where you can find me. You can find me, Nathan Reed Spreeth, on Twitter, uh, at Reeton. And you can find me at Reeton everywhere, basically. Mixer, YouTube.com forward slash Reeton, Reeton Podcast on all of the podcasting services. And go to my website, ReetonEntertainment.com. Uh, the games that I played this week. I played some of the Halo 2 beta that they have for the Master Chief Collection on PC, and I hated it. Uh, but the reason I hated it was because it was only testing uh, Big Team Battle. And as Connor knows, I'm not a fan of Big Team Battle. Uh, I think that with the way that the spawning works in Halo... Uh, it's it's not very good because I'm always spawning in somebody else's crosshairs in big team battle. And the they have not fixed the spawning since Halo 2 came out, so it it's not very good. I also played uh Jackbox Party Pack 3 with people on on my mixer. That was a that's a pretty good success. Uh every, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do it every Friday, but for the last couple weeks and next week, we'll be doing Jackbox Party Pack at Mixer.com forward slash Reeton from 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, you can come in. We'll be playing the newest Jackbox Party Pack, Jackbox Party Pack 6, which has a, what is it, Trivia Murder Party? or I think that's the name of it's it. Got, it's got Trivia Murder Party 2. Yeah, which is my and favorite. My favorite the game. The joke game. Yeah, it's got the joke game. It's got uh, trivia murder party. I, it's funny if you if you stream the games, you go from one to six, and you can see how they are embracing streamers more and more, which with every single release. Oh yeah, because um, I think it was in in Jackbox Party Pack one or two. I think it was one. They have a game where you you have to be in the same room. Like oh, oh yeah, I yeah, think that, I, I think that was two. two. Yeah, it was two. So everyone we like were playing two for that game. It was a stupid yeah. game anyway. Yeah. yeah, it was like everyone would get a prompt like raise your right hand or something like that, and if somebody didn't do it, you'd have to be like oh that's the person who doesn't have that's the secret Hitler, um, and what was that? What was what? Uh, what? That was a passing vehicle. Oh okay. <clears throat> sounded like a spring or something so anyway 
that game was bad, but like if as you go on like with with uh, four, five, and and six, you can be they they embrace streamers a lot more, and then they introduce timers like uh, you can increase the timer for if you're streaming on Twitch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, if you're interested in playing Jackbox Party Pack with uh, my friends and me, come to uh, Mixer dot Mixer dot com forward slash read. I for some reason I want to say mixer.tv forward slash read. Mixer.com forward slash read. Because that would be a better URL. Probably would. Anyway, uh the other game that I played was an adventure game called Tesla Effect, which is a uh full motion video game made in 2014. And it's based off the old Tex Murphy games. Uh, I remember when that came out, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if I bought it, if I got it in a humble bundle, or if I uh, got it for free or with a discount because of uh, I own the Mutant Football League or Mutant League Football, whichever, I forget the name of it. Um, And the same guys who made the Mutant game, the Mutant Football game, also made Tesla Effect. So I probably got it in a discount or a humble bundle or something. I don't remember, but... I'm having a lot of fun with it because I love bad acting and FMV games. Uh, the puzzles are 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 actually pretty easy. Like they're not super complicated puzzles, but they're they still have a little bit of moon logic in them. In one of the puzzles, you have you step into a, a a face scanner and it's like we can't scan your face. We need the face of the CEO to give you access to or to print you a card to get into this area. And you're like, okay. So you go and you find a picture of the guy and you cut out the face and then you take a popsicle stick and you combine it with glue and then you take the face and you put it on a, you take the picture of the face and you put it on the, the glue stick or the popsicle stick with glue and you hold it up to your face and that's how you get the card. So it's uh it's very very exactly like it would work in real life. Why didn't you just try that first? I mean, duh. <laughs> I did. Uh that's one that's another really good thing about the game is that uh it it tells you what to do sometimes. Like if you're like if you're a little lost you can actually look at a checklist of things to pick up and you're like, "Oh, okay, I missed this item." Uh, and, and that's really helpful because I am bad at adventure games, really, really bad at adventure games, but anyway, it's, it's pretty fun. I had fun with it. Uh, I also played a little bit of Albion online. Uh, that's, uh, it's all right. It's okay until Fantasy Star Online 2 comes out and then I'm disappointed with that game as well because I'm thirties and can never be happy again. Hey, reading. Yeah. Aren't you playing Day Sex? Uh, the reason is, uh, I wasn't having fun. It's I a hard answer. I wasn't having fun with Deus Ex. Um, I, I played it. You watched me play it, and I, was I, there. I wasn't. I, I, I get why it was. It was successful, and I get why. If I played it in two thousand, I probably would love it, but it's not two thousand anymore, and. I, I just can't do it, man. If they make a remaster or a remake, I'll play it. But I can't I can't play it. C makes you r- turn around in circles. 
Can't you remap it? I feel like I've remapped that game before. You probably can, but it's just I I wasn't I wasn't enjoying it, man. I I did you, did I you play it ones. with the eight mods that you need installed to make it a playable game? Uh, I played with I one of them. I go that far. I played with the uh, revision mod, which uh, up the graphics, gives it a borderless window, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it and it does look a lot nicer, but I, I just it wasn't wasn't exactly what I wanted. So uh, I'm sorry, Connor. I gave it a I gave it a chance. I gave it a try. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about some stories. First off, this is a story that uh, originally was brought up by Aroa. So if you want to go into the crisis story, oh, the crisis uh, story. So, uh, basically, crisis is being re-released. So ain't that cool? They're they're supposedly remastering it, but considering like that, Crytek has been. Uh, dying for the better part of like eight years now i don't know how they have the resources to really remaster it and plus game still holds up in terms of graphics even now so they're probably just porting it over to the most recent crytek engine and being done with it please port uh, it over and include uh hyper threading support that's what it needs i mean it it see it i'm sorry what was that yeah so it, it originally uh, was just kind of, you, you might say leaked, but not really. It was just kind of figured out that it existed because of uh, some, some code on a cryptic web page. Uh, but then Crytek actually officially announced it, and it will have enhanced high-quality textures, an HD texture pack, which is a... a same thing. Improved art assets, temporal anti-aliasing, SSDO, SVOGI. I don't know what the hell that is. State-of-the-art depth fields, new light settings, motion blur, par- motion blur, parallax occlusion mapping, and particle effects. Software-based ray tracing and volumetric fog. Wait, it's so wait, wait, wait. Let's back up here. Software-based ray tracing. Uh, that's what it says. Not. Hardware based? Well, no, because it's releasing on current gen consoles. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's 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 not doing. I wonder if the PC version will will have like Nvidia ray tracing compatibility. I'm sure that if the most recent version of the Crytek engine will uh, will have that functionality, that the Crisis remaster will have it. Because yeah. it's probably they probably just developed a new Crytek engine, and they're going to or they used the the Crisis remaster as like a test bed for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I I bet you they're gonna make it run a lot smoother, which is nice because even today, uh, computers, if you if you use the higher um, resolutions and like ultra settings computers can still run it kind of crappy because the game wasn't you hate this word but it wasn't optimized very well and they didn't include hyper threading so they had a little bit of hyper threading uh they multi threading yeah yeah multi threading i apologize but they, they had a little bit of multi threading compatibility uh but only for like two cores 
and they were really banking on processors getting faster and um the the market kind of went a different way where we just started adding more cores and the processors started getting slower with uh the amount of gigahertz they were putting out so now you know we're back we're kind of back to four and five gigahertz processors but it's still not running crisis as well as they thought it would in the years to come because they were like, oh, we're going to have seven gigahertz processors in a few years. And that didn't happen because. No. Nope. Yeah. Because apparently uh, when you get that fast, something happens where the computer explodes into fire. So. Well, we, uh, we unfortunately can't put a phase shift cooler into every computer in the world. That's that's disappointing. So. Uh, are you excited? Are you going to play this game when it comes out? I'm, uh, I'm interested to see how much of an improvement it is to, to see if it'll, it'll once again set the benchmark for PC gaming. I doubt uh, it. probably it. won't. Yeah. I think what it's going to do is it's going to, it's going to sell enough that they make a bit of a profit because it's probably not going to cost them very much to port this over to the new Crytek engine and, and increase the, the, the HD textures and all that. Um, they're going to add in more resolution support because I believe the base game does not have like 4K support. I don't even know if it has 1080p support. It does. Does it? Okay. Um, but yeah, they're going to they're gonna add in higher resolutions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it'll probably run as well as... When was Crytek 3 released? That was years ago. It was a good long time ago. It'll run as well as Star Citizen. Right? It'll probably run uh, about as well as Warface does, which is the only thing that Crytek has really released recently, right? Um, I think. I think I so. I believe that's correct. Yeah, it's it's always weird because uh, Cry the 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 Cry engine is a pretty good engine from what I understand, but. It's just not a lot of people use it. A lot of people are like, all right, we're going to use Unity, which is this piece of shit engine. Um, well, it's because Unity hit. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure. Uh, Hunt Showdown is also a Crytek game. Oh, yeah, which yeah. Which that actually was a success, unlike Warface. So that's cool. Yeah, I have a, I have a friend who plays Hunt Showdown quite a bit, and uh, he really likes it. It's, what it's... a depressing human being. It's a neat concept, but I I don't think I could do it. Like I actually kind of like part of the game. I like the part where you uh, drop down with your friends and you go hunt monsters. I think that's pretty neat. Uh, and you collect bounties. I don't like the part where you're competing against other people to do the same thing. Because as you're fighting a monster, another team could roll up and just slaughter you. So... I like games that are good. <laughs> Do you not like the game at all? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about Valorant, which is uh, Riot Games. The guys who made League of Legends uh, are now making another game, and it's a, it's a first-person shooter, and I have seen nothing about this game. I have not watched a trailer. I have not watched anybody stream it, but apparently a lot of people are really interested in this game. I have lost... All interest in this game because I found out about their anti-cheat method 
their anti-cheat method installs a kernel-based driver on system boot. Hmm. And um, if you don't know what that is, um, there are different things on a computer. They're called rings. Um, you have, oh, on Windows. On Windows. I apologize. So on uh, ring three, you have applications. Uh, ring two, you have device drivers. Ring one, you have more device drivers. And then on ring zero, you have the kernel. And what that means is that if you install something on ring zero, the kernel is basically what makes up the entire operating system. And if you fuck with the kernel, you can do pretty much whatever you want in the operating system. So if somebody is able to hack this anti-cheat, um, they, they have complete control over your system. You can't do anything. And I don't like this. I, I want to hear your guys' especially Connor because he is a, a programmer kind of. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what, what's your what's your thoughts on this? Probably similar to mine, but you probably have way more understanding of what's going on. I would be curious. Let me try that sentence again. I'd be interested in seeing what it looks like, like on a code level, exactly what it's doing that it requires it to be on the kernel. Because if it's just checking to make sure that some arbitrary code isn't being run as opposed to their game, that's going to be pretty bad performance-wise. Yeah, because... Best case scenario, every time you do anything going through the kernel, it's going to check and say, well, hold on. No, but yeah, that's good. Go ahead and process what you want to process. Now, could that and be... I can't imagine them releasing something like that. Uh, Well, my question is, would that be... um, Would that be only when it loads the game up to check and make sure that nothing malicious is running in the background? Or is that every time you hop into a game, it'll do it? It'll do a check. Or is it literally what every ten minutes, every five minutes, it'll do another check just to make sure? I'd be curious to see what their metric was for testing. I'd more be curious to see what their metric is for getting hits on this sort of thing. I, the fact that it's on the kernel makes me think that it's going to be doing fast, rapid checks. Yeah, just like otherwise, all the time. why? Why else would you put it on the kernel? Yeah, and I... Uh, it's it's because of Windows privileges. Uh, yeah. Th- oh, they mentioned yeah. somewhere in here that there's some cheat software that utilizes the fact that it runs within Ring Zero to avoid being detected by software that runs on higher rings. Ah, I see. And that, and that kind of makes sense, but on the other hand... Is there's the, there's got to be a way that they could do it without putting it on your kernel? Like there's not, there's there, there not. isn't. Okay, if, no. If by you're by the way, that, on... go ahead. But no, it, it's what you were gonna say. If you're checking to see if something's running in ring zero, then you have to be also running in ring zero. Precisely. There's no way to get around that. Uh, it's just the way that that it it's designed. It's the same thing in. Linux, uh, you have the concept of of user land and, uh, and root. Then, well, yeah, the, you have what is essentially the equivalent of the kernel level stuff where you're you're running everything as root, uh, the the sudo command and all that, uh, and then you have user land where everything is unprivileged, and most of the time, if you're not privileged, you can't even see things that are running as root, uh, and Windows is designed in exactly the same way, just with uh, fewer levels, sort of. Uh, 
whenever you get into the world of, of SE Linux, things get really complicated. But yeah, it, like the idea behind this is fine. Um, there are other cheat detection software solutions that do very similar things. Uh, yeah, it says here at the at the very end uh, of the article, it says PUBG uses it. Arc Survival it uses uh, uh, similar, similar. Sorry. Yeah, they use the uh, Fortnite uses easy anti cheat. Mm -hmm. uh, PUBG uses Battle Eye. Yeah. And Arc Survival Involved uses Battle Eye. Uh, and then also, uh, League of Legends is going to be using. Uh, Vanguard, which is the name of the the anti-cheat software that they're using for Valorant, so uh, Riot Games is going to double down on on Vanguard and use it for all of their games going forward. It looks like. So, Do you know what uh, my biggest issue with all this is? Cheaters is where, not even where does this stop though? Yeah. We have one thing on Ring Zero checking for anti-cheats. Next, we're gonna have. The next game company that comes around also wants some dedicated space on Ringzo for their anti-cheat to be running. Yeah, that that's we have another... different rings for a reason, right? But we keep them separate for a reason. But you know what'd be funny? I mean, and I I'm guaranteeing you this will happen at some point. Um, let's say we have and this easy anti-cheat. We have uh, Vanguard. We have Battle Eye. There's going to be some point where, like, Vanguard is going to look at BattleEye and say, "Oh, that's that's a cheating program," and they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna hit each other. And it's like when, uh, in the in the early two thousands, when you'd have different virus scans that would see each other as viruses. Mm -hmm. Um, and Gotta I keep and your competition away. Exactly. So. I can to totally see somebody, they install PUBG and Valorant and then be like, why am I get, Why do I get kicked off of PUBG all the time? And then find out it's because the, the anti-cheat that Valorant has is kicking them off. So, um, uh, interesting thing with that. Um, I'm not sure how many games have this problem, but there are numerous games that will not launch if you have uh, and I don't even know if you'll you'll know what this is. Uh, Citrix Workspace. I know. Installed. I know what that is. I know what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know really why. Uh, but yeah, like you're going to have weird interactions like that where games are not going to work properly because you have these anti-cheat drivers running in the background that they're not going to expect and their anti-cheat solution isn't going to be built to accept is running. So they're going to think that you've got something shifty going on whenever you're just trying to play a goddamn game. Mm -hmm. And like, th this is the, the fear is that, that a lot of people are outlining is that these are going to get exploited that somebody's going to figure out how to talk back to the kernel level software and they'll be able to exploit a system because they have something that's running at the highest level of privilege that you can possibly have. That's what I'm worried about. And, and if, if the reason that they're doing it is because 
there are program there are cheat programs that run on on Ring Zero. I'm not only worried about Valorant and the the Vanguard software doing that, but I'm also worried about the people who will download these cheats and then give these shady cheat companies access to Ring Zero. Because what if somebody hacks that as well? So it's I think it's a bad idea to install anything that's not necessary to Ring Zero. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm the and, weird one. But most people aren't even going to think about that. Uh, even if you look at the comments on this article, there are numerous people saying, "So what? It I don't want to. I don't want to have cheaters in in my games. So uh, I'd, I'd rather just have this installed and be done with it." And and but I like, get that I get I understand that mentality as well. So, um, and I, I, yeah, I I get that, but like it, it's it's dangerous because you you run the risk of problems with 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 like you're giving access to to a riot of all companies like this this company that is basically a Chinese shill. Or ten cent, yeah, yeah, and you're giving them full access to to everything in your system, more or less. I also, and I, I don't, uh, I don't understand why people who threw a fit about Epic Games Launcher scanning your shit and shipping it off to China, why more aren't upset about this? Because they like they like the games. Um, like a League of Legends. But but here's the here's another thing about Valorant is that I don't like their marketing. Uh, I honestly don't even know what kind of game it is. It's is, a, it's it, a, is it Overwatch? It's a. I have no idea. Again, I told you I don't. I haven't watched anything about it. Um, but I don't like their marketing because the way that they're handing out keys, the only way they're giving out keys, and they may be doing it um, differently now. But uh, from what I read last week, I think uh, they're only doing it through select streamers who they have picked to play the game. And then people will go to those streams and they will they will hand out codes to people in those streams. So if you don't sit there and watch those major streamers play the game, you're not going to get a code. There's no other way to do it. There's no You can't go to a game site and uh, click in and, and request a key. You can't put your name on a list to get a key. You just have to go to these specific streamers and watch them play to have the opportunity to get a key which is just driving up their, those people's numbers um, so that they're getting more viewership than they would if if there were other ways to get the keys. And I, I'm not a fan of just that one. You, you just get it this way. You can't. There's no other way to get into the beta. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. But uh, has in, have either of you seen anything about Valorant's gameplay? No. Just what you posted. Okay, so neither none of us have know anything about Valorant other other than the anti cheat is is bothersome. It's so, made by Riot, so I already don't have any interest in it. That makes sense. Um, let's so tune in next week when we update our opening song to be so what we play Amorant. Yeah, Valorant, Valorant, Valorant. What Amorant is uh, from Final Amorant. Fantasy Nine. That's that's a. Uh, character from final Fantasy. anyway uh jason schreier is leaving kotaku 
I guess. Kotaku yeah. has lost anything of value. I I I don't know who Jason Schreier is. He was a editorial writer for Kotaku. Oh, okay. He was like the only name. real journalist working at Kotaku still. I believe oh, okay. one who's been getting quite frustrated with his his position at Kotaku. Okay. And um Aroa brought this up, so I'm gonna allow allow him to elaborate on it. What's up? What's up with this? What's up with that? So, uh, I mean, kind of obvious. Jason Schreier, uh, he has decided to exit Kotaku. He's gonna be pursuing his own whatever. Yep. Um. He uh. He's kind of yeah upset about everything that's happened with uh with the gawker platform for quite some time uh but the reason this is kind of a big deal is that jason schreier is like kind of the the last bastion of good gaming journalism left on kotaku and kind of in general really like i think every major news break in the last uh fucking maybe five years or so uh has in one way or another ended up coming from jason trier or stephen totillo who it was still at the company but uh yeah uh he's kind of uh kind of an, an incredible guy and it's it's very telling to see that he's finally out um I don't know what he's going to be doing other than he's he's going to be podcasting. But uh which is weird. Like everyone's doing podcasting now. Um yeah, everyone's doing podcasting. Podcasts are stupid. Don't listen to them. Couldn't agree it, more. It's weird that like it feels like we're back in in 2005 again. Yeah. Uh But yeah, this is uh this is upsetting from the perspective of like I hope that Jason's still going to have the resources that uh that something like Kotaku afforded him. Uh, I'm sure he's still going to have all of his connections obviously. Yeah, that's one thing about it is he might not have all the resources like financially, but he's going to have all of those connections and like in the business, so he'll he'll be fine. Um I imagine whatever project he does is going to be uh going on pretty well i know that like i even even though it doesn't appear that much um you know i worked at another gaming site like 10 years ago and i was able to keep a a list of contacts that that i was able to uh email when i started up reading entertainment and get on some distribution lists and and stuff like that so um it's it is helpful and he's gonna have way more contacts than i have so he'll be I think he'll be okay. I think he'll survive. Um Yeah, he's he's a great guy. And uh I hope Kotaku dies after this. Well, I've never been a much of a fan of Kotaku anyway, so yeah. Oh well. Uh and let's talk about WWE two K twenty one has been reportedly cancelled. Which uh Gasp. If either of you have seen any of the things on 2K20, uh, this should not be shocking, even in the slightest. Though they have said that they may release another game in the interim. So they may release something this year. Um, 
but I played through 2K20, and I have to say it was not very good. I think it could have been okay had they have gotten three to six more months of work on it to iron out a lot of the bu- <laughs> a lot of the bugs that they had. Uh, one of the big bugs for me was that uh, in between matches it would just crash sometimes. Just be like old school crash to desktop and you'd have to restart where you left off and hopefully it's saved in the last 10 minutes. Um, so it would do that occasionally. I know on the PS4 and the Xbox One, there were a lot of issues with people falling through the mat, which I think is is bad, or the uh, the rope fix- physics not working very well and kind of stretching along with the bodies and just being kind of an unplayable mess for a few months there. Oh, and then in uh, at the turn of the year, uh, the game just wouldn't boot. If, if you guys remember, remember that. that. Yeah. So WWE 2K21 will reportedly reportedly get canceled um and 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 here's here's a breaking uh, a breaking thing and I know this is uh kind of off topic but not really I am not watching WWE anymore I can't what? do it yeah I'm not doing really? it um and it's not listed in the stories but <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you why I'm not watching WWE I actually went the other night, this is I, I haven't mentioned this on Twitter. I haven't mentioned this on uh, YouTube. I haven't said this anywhere, but um, I went on WWE Network, and I canceled my subscription to WWE Network. I've had that for over six years now, I think. It's how long the WWE Network has been around. Um, and it's because the way that they are handling the coronavirus sickens me. Um. They, a few weeks ago, came out and they're like, hey, by the way, we have $500 million in cash reserves that we can just access. We'll be fine. We'll be able to survive this coronavirus thing. Uh, We're not going to release any talent, blah, blah, blah. Then um, there was a super PAC that Linda McMahon has, and they gave $18.5 million dollars um, I think to Trump's campaign and some, I think they gave some money to Trump's campaign, but then they also gave $18 million to, uh, the governor of, uh, the governor of Florida. And then after they gave that money to the governor of Florida, WWE is now seen as an essential business in Florida, which is gross. Mm. And then, right after they are seen as an essential business, they released over 25 people from their roster. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so they released... No, that's cool. That, which was really sad, because there was a guy, he was, he was the acting general manager of one of the shows. And he's a, he's a pretty small guy, um, so he was going to be a cruiserweight. So he was an acting general manager, and he released a thing. He's like, yeah, I'm finally going to be able to wrestle again. I'm dropping out as general manager. They're going to allow me to compete in this um, cruiserweight tournament. So I was like, okay, cool. He's actually going to be, sh- be able to show off that he's a good wrestler. And then they released him, like, two days later. Um, they had a lot of people that had been there for years. They released a... a they released a referee who had been there for over 30 years 
and they released him. Um, Kurt Angle, they released him. They released, um, there was a guy named Lance Storm who four months ago, uh, he, he closed his wrestling school, moved to Florida. He lived in Quebec, by the way, or Toronto, well, you know, some Canadian place. Uh, he moved to Florida, and then they let him go. Now, they may have furloughed him, but still, they let him go from the, the, the company for the time being. Um, and he had only been there for four months. They, uh, they, they've done a lot of things like that where they release people. Uh, one of the kind of funny things, I, I, I thought it was kind of funny, is that there was a guy named Mike Rotunda who got released. And Mike Rotunda used to play a guy uh, that went by Erwin, Erwin R. Scheister, or IRS, and they released him on April 15th. So they released IRX, IRS on tax day. Um, so yeah, they released a bunch of wrestlers. Um, they're, and all they're trying to do is save money. They have saved reported, reportedly uh, between 4 to $8 million by releasing all of their, their talent. Um, while spending over $18 million to be deemed an essential business. So it was pretty scummy. And also, uh, the, the reports are at the meeting, they had a, like a video conference or a, 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 a message with Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon was like, hey, we're going to be letting some people go. Uh, it was like a five-minute meeting. He's like, we're going to be letting some people go because of this coronavirus thing. Um, we're going we're gonna to text everyone with, your, with uh, what's going to be happening. So they just they're they're texting people saying, "Hey, you're released by the way. Have fun." So I uh I'm not watching WWE anymore. So I will be watching uh AEW, possibly New Japan, possibly uh Impact Wrestling, but I will not be watching WWE because I just don't like the way that they're running their business right now. They have Five hundred million dollars, and all they care about is their their stockholders. Uh, while other companies, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, especially New Japan Pro Wrestling, but Japan, the Japanese, um, they seem to care about their people a lot more than uh than American businesses do. Um, like with uh, Nintendo years ago, uh, the CEO uh. The CEO at the time of Nintendo, uh, I, I, I'm forgetting their name, Shigeru Miyamoto, a lot of people had taken pay cuts, like pretty significant pay cuts, just so uh, they didn't have to lay off any employees when the Wii U was uh, not doing as well as it could have <laughs> when it when it kind of sucked. So um, I'm... I'm not doing that so i i i'm sorry guys i'm not going to be bringing up wwe as much in these uh podcasts as, as i normally do i know i'm I know so you, disappointed i know i'm gonna have to i'm gonna start bringing up I AEW. Like the world's women's entertainment can you so bring much. up can you bring up the wwe less in this podcast <laughs> like this episode or is um, it too late for that it's too late i'm sorry i'm, I'm already done 
The funny uh, part is that I completely tuned out until it sounded like he was done, and then I started paying attention again. Oh, okay. Thank, thanks, guys. Thanks. I hate you. I unmuted myself <laughs> just so he could make sure that I wasn't like laughing off mic or anything. That that was that was legitimate, genuine deadpan. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna watch wrestling. I'm gonna watch WWE just to spite you. That's what I'm gonna do. No. Why don't uh, you watch? Uh... You know, all elite. the other ones. All elite. All I already of... said. I already said that when you were tuning you... out. I'm gonna watch. <laughs> New... <laughs> I told you I wasn't listening. I'm gonna watch New Japan Pro Wrestling probably, and um. Oh God, he's saying it again. Hey, how about yeah, that? How about that wrestling. Cooking Mama game, huh? How already, about that? We already spoke about that. I think didn't we do that last week? Mm-hmm. No. Oh. It's got the the, the stories are right there. There was Discord noise suppression. Oh, Which, by um, the way, as you tested, sucks. sounds like it, it sounds like you're you're fucking talking from the perspective of a Newgrounds Flash cartoon. Yeah, uh, but no, uh, I'm sorry, I did watch a video on Cooking Mama, but uh, what I don't care, I don't care about Cooking Mama. It's a stupid game series, right? It's but stupid. there's blockchains in the software. Um, you know, I think that they have actually looked at the code and they found that that wasn't there. The blockchain thing was just a DRM method that the company like patented or something. But yeah, yeah no, it turns out it just ran like shit because the developers uh, aren't very good at making games. Yeah, and, yeah, and they had no. Uh, it got pulled off. It pulled off the eShop because they weren't allowed to make the game in the first place. Yeah, and there was no publicity, and it was just it was a bad thing. Anyway, I, th- uh, yeah, I think the publisher was just like, get it out make back as much money as we can before we get sued and then they get sued so uh watch out for the reaton entertainment cooking mama game coming out for the uh i don't know the original game boy i think that would be good reaton do you know how to cook uh yeah yeah i do theoretically no i i know how to cook i i i can make food i just i i never feel compelled to make food Really? But uh, every once in a while, I'll I'll make a good meal. Why? Why do you ask? You guys prefer Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Dr. Pepper? I prefer, I prefer Pepsi. Uh, but if I'm drinking diet soda, I prefer Diet Coke. I Over agree. Diet. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to drink horse urine. I'd rather be less disgusting horse urine. Well, and, and uh, I know this is, this is off topic. Uh, actually, it's on topic for whatever you asked, but... Uh, I believe that Diet Coke uses the new co- the new Coke um, flavor. That so, sounds like a that, that sounds like a rumor. Like the, like they well the recipe that they used uh, for for new Coke when they released new Coke and new Diet Coke. They just never changed the recipe for uh, Diet Coke back to the the old Coke, the old Diet Coke or whatever. So that's what that is. Anyway, uh, we're going to go and uh, call it a day. Thank you for being here, uh, Aroa. Uh, Yep. Thank you for showing up late, Connor. And now I'm going to recommend a different podcast to people. Tune into Clinton Score Classics. Clinton Score Classics, yes. Uh, Not... Not um, the other one that we used to be a part of. I'm not even going to say the name on this podcast, but don't listen to that one because it's bad. 
You know what, what, what I'm talking about. And uh, I recently discovered I'm lactose intolerant, and I am. Oh, really? That explains oh, a lot, keeps, actually. Just keeps going. Oh. Uh, I'm. I've been your host. Goodbye. This is such a bad podcast. <laughs>